Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Reading My Writings podcast, where we explore the imagination of a young er. I'm Jordan Hansen. Me. <laughs> My Me goodness. Okay. You're... Hello, everyone. Our matey. Is that me? You wanna go off the plank? Oh, goodness, no. Oh, because it's a plank of wood, right? Wait, did that just occur to you? Well, I, it, sort of. Oh, that's cute. Well, I never really thought of it, because I just thought of it as pirate slang, and then leave it at that, you know? But Yeah, no. Um, it's kind of like the cool. like the name from Edda and Eddie, the plank. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, that's mm-hmm. that's clever. That's a word that doesn't get used enough, I think. Bring plank back. Yeah, wh- where was, where are my planks at? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Get that plank stink on ya. Plank stink. Yeah. Hashtag plank when stink. When you get that that woody sawdust smell on ya. Oh, that's a really good smell, actually. It is, but not not if you can just have the smell like independent from the the particles. Yeah. Not a fan of sawdust? I don't want it going up my nose holes, no. Oh, that's the best feeling. No, I don't believe so. (laughs) I don't believe it is. Welcome back. Um, We are continuing on with Kevin the Polygamist E.T. Lord. We are on chapter 6 of 13. Do you want to give me a recap of what happened last time? You want a recap? Is that what you say? Yes. Um, So they get... Jason and Marty get attacked in the school by a flaming et dangerously cheesy perhaps Mm. um named etrazio and they were able to fend him off using jason's smart thinking they had him slash at a water fountain and we had a debate about middle of the hall versus the other end of the hall versus just literally installed inside the wall but it's it's in the hall. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, it's still a funny visual. Just imagine a water fountain in the middle of the walkway. Yeah. But anyway, they they finished him off, and they said, "Let's go save your girlfriend." Yeah. So hopefully we're not my girlfriend. Oh goodness! So hopefully that's what we're doing today. Yeah. Oh, you want it? You want him to save her? this next chapter or at least make some steps towards that yeah that's probably what they'll do is make those steps we've been in this school for so long let's get out of here yeah let's get out of here so let me pull it up so what's the chapter called we are going to read (laughs) well i am (laughs) wait excuse me (laughs) is that the name of the chapter no sorry i was just saying I was making, like, a joke, like, I'm going to read it. Well, okay, you made it sound like in your character voice, or your narrator voice, at least. Oh, no, that was my sassy a-hole voice. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it is called Chapter 6. We're off to Nava Nava Land. Dang, that came with the song. Let's do it. And it's based off of a song. It's inspired by a song. Enter Sandman by Metallica. I'm gonna be honest, I don't, and I never heard of that. Ooh, that'll be some homework after this. I will show Jordan that song. It's a clap. We were just talking about metal, too. That's the thing. Metallica is, has metal in its name. It's Metallica. What's Um, there, is there another famous Metallica song that they sing? I mean, I can't think of it. But, uh, I had a metal phase. It last, it consisted of me finding 
like four or five metal songs off Pandora and then buying them off iTunes. Um, and then what listening a to them for a month. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm metals for me. <laughs> Are you um, more of a, a rock punk? Yeah. Punk. Yeah. Alternative. Alternative. Punk. Off mic, we just listened to the song, or at least the part Off of the mic. song that mattered. Who's Mike? <laughs> <laughs> we have a third. Yeah. We have a third host. We have a fourth host. Chester is the third Hi, host. I'm Mike. Oh my goodness. You did like the Ham Paul voice. Oh, don't call me out. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do specifically a voice that was something I'd never done on the podcast. Mm, just and then you it. directly called me out for what I was copying. Imitation's the sincerest form of flattery, so you're good. Yeah, that three eyed monkey's proud. Oh man, I love that. Is he three eyed? Yeah, because it came after Jimmy Neutron. That's your confirmation that he has three eyes. Yeah, because it was weird, like Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> okay. I always thought it was associated, like, oh, it's weird, oh. like Jimmy Neutron science. Well, stuff. I, he has three eyes, not just one, right? Yeah, pretty sure. Just one in the middle of the head. Okay, ninety percent sure. So yeah, we're off to Never Neverland. Off to Never Neverland. Doesn't that excite you though? That title. Yeah, pretty exciting. I assume that means we're going to go to the realm. Hmm. As the tired and injured boys exited the school, they were greeted by worried teachers and concerned students. I honestly didn't think we were going to see them. That is the biggest surprise <laughs> of the of the book, the series, that everything. Oh my goodness. Oh, thank you. Good job. They also saw that multiple fire trucks and police had arrived on the scene. As they turned around, their eyes were met with a frightening scene. Their elementary school was a blazing inferno. Jeez, you always hope for it when you have a bunch of homework. <laughs> but when it actually happens... Jason remarked, finding a place to sit in the oh, grass. Oh, our favorite idiot. <laughs> what? Marty asked. You mean hope for the school to burn down? Well, and our favorite nerd, gosh. Yeah, but you never think it's going to be caused by a murderous extraterrestrial species thought to be invented by Steven Spielberg. What? Wait... Oh no. <laughs> this raises so much, so many questions. I told you it's going to be a lore heavy episode. Buckle up, baby. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. We've now established that Steven Spielberg and the movie E.T. the Extraterrestrial exists in this universe. Mm hmm. Oh my god. And that's why people thought, thought uh, Marty to be even, even wackier. Those are, that's a movie. They're not real. No one has said that. Okay, no one's said that directly, but no one's believed him, at least. If, I mean, maybe Sadie believed him. She doesn't talk much, though, does she? No. <laughs> okay, nerd, you're gonna have to explain. Yeah. Jason admitted. Yeah. You mean, you never listen to me when I explain this? You've I, never explained this. Not on page yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, not in the book, you're right. He's never explained it in the book, but the implication is that he's ranted about the ETs repeatedly and been teased about it repeatedly. You mean you never listen to me when I explain this? I must have ranted about this several times by now, Marty murmured. Well, give me a quick version. We are fine to rest for now, but you said we've got to hurry, right? Jason asked, looking at Marty in exhaustion. Marty nodded. Time wasn't something they had a lot of. Steven Spielberg was the person who first discovered the ETs. Though when he first discovered them, they were a much friendlier and peaceful race. 
His movie is an honest portrayal of what their species used to be, but no longer. That's thanks to Pan. Okay, I hate to go on another tangent, I guess, with this, but you're like... Soft tangent. You're basically doing like... So, fun fact, if you go to Pandora at Disneyland, or I guess Animal Kingdom, the Avatar world... Do they have that? Yes. Uh, when you talk to the employees about the movie, they're like, oh, you've seen the documentary. They treat it as like, <laughs> it's a real thing. And that is the same idea you have now introduced to this universe, that Steven Spielberg captured this, the real essence of these creatures. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, I didn't know about the Avatar thing. I mean, props to those kinds of people who stay in character like that. But, like, those, Steven's depiction hasn't been any of the art ET so far, so I wonder if the, exactly. the, the ETs have been tainted. They have. Oh, all no. thanks to Pan, apparently. Pan, the evil Peter something of the Peter demon, Pan. evil something. Because it says, when he, though when he first discovered them, they were a much friendlier and peaceful race. His movie is an honest portrayal of what their species used to be. So, yeah, mm, you're right. That's weird that he knows this. <laughs> That's true. Right, Jason said skeptically. Peter Pan, right? And that spirit lives on through Kevin, yeah? Makes him powerful and immortal? Marty brushed some dried blood from his skin. Correct. So you did listen to me at least a teensy bit. So yeah, Spielberg discovered them and promised to keep their planet and species safe. But the demon Pan had other plans. He saw them as an expendable and numerous army of powerful warriors. All they needed was a reason to come together and fight. And that's when Pan killed Steven. What? (laughs) But didn't that guy make Jurassic Park and those Indiana Jones movies? He didn't die. Did he make Indiana Jones? Jason said. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Jason said, watching the school continue to burn. Oh my gosh. I like how they're just having this conversation about this, sitting on the grass, watching their school burn. Oh my god! I mean, what else can they do? I mean, nothing, they, really. They're taking a break. But it's still wild that we've now established that Steven Spielberg is dead, I guess. Yeah. Killed Mar- by Peter Pan, I <laughs> guess. Yeah. Marty shook his head. Okay, this is in response to, didn't he make those movies? Right. Marty shook his head. That's a shapeshifter E.T., Disguised as Steven. To keep up appearances. That's why the movies were never the same. Oh! <laughs> Steven, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. We don't mean that. I love No, they're your terrific movies. movies. They're you're fun. a great director. You're arguably the best director of... Like, one of the best directors of all time. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. That's funny. Jason squinted his eyes. It seemed very far-fetched. But then again, he had just watched E.T. attempt to incinerate him and his friend. So he decided to believe it. Okay, so Steven died, got replaced by a shapeshifter, but why? To keep appearances, he literally just said that. To make sure the secret of the E.T.'s and their planet died with him, Marty sighed. You see, Steven wanted to show the world what E.T.'s were. The kindness and beauty they were capable of. But Pan knew that would make his future source of warriors appear weak. So he had to stop Steven from sharing his discovery before it was too late. Then the demon Pan chose Kevin as an acceptable evil vessel shortly after. 
Once he saw the natural evil within Kevin, it's basically an agreement between them to share the same body. Body. Huh? What did you say, Jason? Marty said, taken aback. What? I didn't say anything. I was still processing. It's pretty wacky, dude. I... I believe you, but... No, did you just say the word body? I heard you say that word, Marty said. I didn't say that, Jason frowned, confused. Promise. Are you okay? Marty's wound was hurting again. Marty placed his injured hand to his forehead. It was like that same stinging sensation as before, but less intense. Less malignant. His body. Etrazio's body. Marty got to his feet. I just heard it again. Gah, my scar hurts. Jason, I don't know why, but I think we have to go back to Etrazio's body. Etrazio's? Jason started. Dude, it's inside the burning school. Are you out of your mind? That's insane. Time. Not much time. Hurry, come on. The voice is saying we don't have much time. Marty pleaded, pulling Jason by his sleeve. Jason growled. Oh gosh dang it. You better be right, you knucklehead. Okay, I'm coming. Without thinking about it another second, and without paying any mind to the law enforcement calling for them to stay back, the two kids rushed back inside the blazing school. They would not. They would have been stopped so fast. <laughs> They're not letting these two children run back into a burning school. They... What can you do? <laughs> you <laughs> they can tried. grab them. They tried. Mm. <laughs> Marty and Jason sprinted as fast as they could back to the spot where they had left Etrazio's corpse. Body. Remove body. Okay, you're not really not going to like this, man, but the voice is telling me we need to take his body outside of the school. Please don't hate me. <sighs> Whatever, Marty. Let's just get it done. I told you, we are in this together now. Jason grumbled, keeping up with Marty's speed. Marty's lip trembled. He never expected he'd be going through all this, and he definitely never expected Jason to be the one to help him. Jason had really changed. That said, don't be a baby or I'm going to have to give you a wedgie, Jason added. Hey, Marty yelled. Jason flinched. Sorry, old habits. Literally, like, habits from a, a, less than a day ago this morning? Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Really changed. Real big turnaround. He's trying. Good job. He's trying. Yeah. Don't let emotions get the best of you. We still have to save your friend, right? That's better, Marty thought. Don't make me give you another flying swing kick supreme, mister. Finally, the pair arrived at Etrazia's body. It still smelled awful but the flames and smoke overpowered most of the smell. The two grabbed a shriveled arm each and started to pull. The E.T.'s body was heavy, but luckily the two of them were able to do it. The flames continued to spread, and the heat was so intense, Marty silently thanked the heavens he had no armpit hair yet. <laughs> Gross, oh my goodness. He, care he, that's he doesn't like want to lose it. That's like the second... Third time body hair's been brought up? 
Yeah, I, look, when I was that young, I was really excited to yeah, get my I first know. armpit hair, and I showed my whole family. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> so I'm, I'm paying homage to that. You're lucky I love ya. It was like, boink, just one, and oh. I showed it at my grandparents' house. <laughs> they were all happy for me. If I did have armpit hair, these flames would burn it off for sure, Marty thought. With strenuous effort and heaving and hoeing, they were able to pull Etrazio's body out through the double doors and into the back of the school. Luckily, there was no one else around. The evacuation zone was at the other side of the school. So that's why there's no people, Jordan. <laughs> no, I, 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 I bought into that. I, oh, I had no cool. qualms with that. Okay, cool. Once Marty and Jason had dragged him a far enough distance into the grass, they collapsed and tried to catch their breath. <sighs> okay, Jason huffed. We did it. Now... Tell me, what voice? And why did we save this husk? He smells disgusting. Good work. Watch. Watch. Watch, Marty said. Marty looked around. The school was starting to collapse in places. The firemen on the other side were trying their best, but no luck. I honestly thought it was going to be like, Marty looked around. He couldn't see any watches. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> Etrazio's flames were too powerful, even after death. Marty wasn't sure what he was supposed to be watching for. He looked down at his E.T. folder. He was thankful he was able to save that. Wait! That's it! Marty exclaimed turning to examine Etrazio's limp, crusty corpse. Man, I really wish I could kick your butt, because I am, I am so confused, Jason admitted. Who kicked whose butt, hmm? Or have you forgotten the swing debacle? Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> Is it going to be the actual watch? Ooh. The time, the teleporting watch? Ooh. Oh gosh, that's super clever, I love that. Oh, thank you. Jason blushed. Oh, right. Still confused, though. Finally, Marty had found the answer. Etrazio was wearing a blue device on his wrist. Heck yeah! Nice, Jordy. Woo! Not just any device, but the advanced multifunction teleportation watch. Marty pointed to it and explained what it was. Unfortunately, it wouldn't budge. It seemed to be securely secu- <laughs> What? It seemed to be securely secured. No. <laughs> yeah, I guess I did write that. Oops. It seemed to be securely secured to Etrazio's wrist and Etrazio's wrist only. On the watch were various symbols, and also the number 13, in dark, blood-red engraving. All right, Jason. Do you want the good news or the bad news first? Oh, jeez, Jason said. Uh, better give me the good news, I guess. Good news is that we successfully killed one of Kevin's trusted top E.T. soldiers. A disciple. What? I'm not going to question how Marty's getting all this information. Is it all of the E.T. folder? Yeah, he's been having dreams for months. About the organizational structure of Kevin's army? I don't know about the E.T.'s. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, I know this watch. Oh, I know how to... <laughs> he knows so much. But he doesn't know everything. He conveniently doesn't know everything. Ah, 
You can't have it both ways, Jordan. Just the way that's I can't s- have it both ways. That's what I'm saying. He either knows a lot or... No, you're saying he either knows all of it or he knows none of it. <laughs> I think he should know he what knows he the should walk. know. Like, what yeah, is that's logical a fair, for that's him fair, to That's fair. Or at least have him, like, flip. Like, wait, this is 13. And, like, he flips to the ET folder. Yes, I remember. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool if you referred to the folder. Otherwise, why do you save the folders? Is he going to refer back to it at any point? Well, we have seven more chapters. All right, let's see. <laughs> no, that's a, that's good. He should. It should be like his little guide, right? Yeah, like a Pokedex. Yeah. That's the shiz! Jason celebrated. Now, what's the bad news? Marty gulped. There are 12 other E.T. disciples... Even stronger than this one. E-typles, if you will. <laughs> E-disciple? No. Yeah. <laughs> Yours is good. E-typles. Thank you. Oh, come on! Just our luck. Marty was at a loss. They had rescued Etrazio's body, and they had found the watch the voice talked about. Now what? Voice! Are you gonna give some more help? Because I don't know what the point of any of that was, Marty thought. To Marty's surprise, the voice came back, and it appeared to be responding to him. Formation. Portal. Hitch. Ride. You look focused, Marty. Is that voice you mentioned speaking to you again? Jason asked cautiously. Yes, Marty said, closing his eyes, hoping to hear more. It said, Formation? portal and hitch ride does that mean anything to you jason nodded sounds like a portal is going to form what portal the portal to et's home planet is that why we saved this gross mess marty nodded then asked the voice some more questions who are you how are you talking to me where's sadie how do i defeat kevin in time. Wait for my command. One shot. Don't blow it. Marty sighed. Why can't these types of things be less cryptic and mysterious? What a pain in the butt. Um, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot! Marty thought. How embarrassing! Just like a day or two ago when I wet myself. Stop. I don't need to remember this. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, dear. Too much information. Same. Stay hidden. Wait for my command. (laughs) He's just talking in full sentences now. (laughs) That's true. Well, I was leaving all, like... Clues and cryptic, and now he's just like, I can talk in full sentences. Oh, gee. Well, they're, they're very short sentences, aren't they? They're still... Yeah, but watch, watch, like, take watch from <laughs> wrist, like... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marty slapped his forehead with his wounded hand. Ow! He shook his injured hand in pain, then shook his head, embarrassed. Everything all right there, bud? You just slapped yourself, Jason asked, looking worried. Yeah, I'll be fine, 
Whatever this voice is, it can also hear my thoughts. So... Ah, Jason said, seeming to understand. Yeah, that could be pretty embarrassing. Also, um, I'm sorry for making you feel bad about Sadie. I'm just... jealous, I guess. Marty's ears perked up. What? Why would you be jealous? Don't tell me you love Sadie, too. This weird love triangle with Kevin is complicated enough. I don't need it to be a love rectangle. <laughs> Jordan is shaking his head. I love it. It's real cute. Thank you. Jason shook his hands, dismissing the idea. No! I'm, I'm just jealous in general. No girls like me. They think I'm mean and gross. Well, you are mean and gross, Marty said, deadpan. Gee, thanks. You know what I mean, Marty said, looking around to see if anything had changed. You bully people and fart in class. <laughs> what do you expect? Don't shame him. <laughs> but, like, purposely fart. Okay. You're right. I don't think you should shame a person for, like, letting one loose. But if you're, like, going, oops, <laughs> like I did <laughs> sometimes... Uh, I can't help it sometimes. My mom makes me weird food for lunch. Jason, pro Jason protested. He sighed. Do you think it's too late for me? Marty pondered the thought. It was definitely too late for Kevin. He had sold his soul to become a murderous polygamist ET lord. <laughs> you forget about the polygamist. Yeah, every time. Every like, time oh. it's mentioned, you're like, oh yeah, that. Yeah, in, in no way is he polygamist, so he just throws it in there every time. <laughs> I know. I kind of like that, though. It's kind of funny. Also, it'd get really weird. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it already is weird, but, like, if it if it dived in deeper to that uh, detail. But Jason? Marty supposed he could find it within his young little heart to forgive the guy. On one condition. Nope, I don't think so. Marty replied, holding his, out his hand to shake. But on one condition. So, do you think it's too late for me? And then that's what he's responding. No, I don't think so. Right. Anything, Jason beamed, looking optimistic. You have to help me save Sadie and defeat Kevin. Okay, so you have to help me save Sadie and defeat Kevin. Jason thought for a short moment. Okay, done. Marty yeah. thought for a short moment. And you have to give me your chocolate milks at lunch for the rest of the school year. Oh, you ruined the moment, Marty. <laughs> what? No fair. That's two conditions. Marty gave Jason a stern glare. Jason sighed. Okay, fine. The two shook on it and continued to wait for the signal. The, the signal the voice said. Right, right. Within the next minute, large glowing lines lit up on the ground of the grassy field. Two of the lines met at, tri at a triangular point where Marty and Jason sat with Etrazio's corpse. So glowing lines, like, converged to a point, and the point is Etrazio's body. To explain that. The voice said to wait for his command and to hide. Get down, Marty said. The two got as low to the ground as they could. Marty did his best to look through his skewed view. He counted twelve other glowing points. And then he remembered one of his dreams. Oh my heck. Marty murmured quietly. 
What? Jason whispered. The second star to the right, Marty said in disbelief. The teleportation formation ritual the E.T. elites perform to return to Kaon. Any comments on that? No, it makes sense. It all fits within the Peter Pan lore. That's kind of a fun tie-in. And it sounds kind of it sounds kind of cool. Yeah, really cool. The second star to the right. Uh, even though most of what you said sounds like nonsense, Jason whispered. It sounds like our chance to get to where Sadie is, right? Exactly. The voice said it would let me know what to do next. Perfect. Just keep me posted. The two kids waited in anticipation, watching from the corners of their eyes at the wild process taking place. The other twelve glowing points grew brighter, and then they could see that there was a figure standing in each point. The thirteen total points formed a four... sorry formed a five-point star with a triangle with a triangle in the pentagon center so so that's what it is we'll put it on the socials so you can get an idea um if i don't uh poke and prod us and uh i'll put it up <laughs> right so the 13 total points formed a five-point star with a triangle with a triangle in the pentagon center marty only knew this because of one of his sketches <laughs> And we'll post that sketch to the socials. Yeah, the sketch that I was just talking about. The 13th point lit up where Atrazio's corpse now lay. The other 12 ETs were presumably alive. Atrazio's body. Hold tight. Uh, Grab hold of this meat sack's body, Jason. Marty quietly hissed. And hold on tight. A sound grew louder in their ears like a laser beam being charged up. The light formation grew brighter and brighter, and the ground began to shake violently. It was frightening, but Marty and Jason held on for their lives. And for Sadie. Finally, there was a great big flash, and the two boys and the figures in the formation disappeared. They were off to Neverland. The home planet of Kevin and the E.T.'s. End of chapter. To never, never land. Don't sue Metallica, please. We're big fans. Oh, it's probably in that. What's it called? The uh, fair use. It's probably been for fifty. They're so old. It's probably in there now. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's usable. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. I'm excited to see Neverland and uh, the rest of our Kaon decks. Oh, I'm so excited to, sh- to to read it to you. I think we need like. Twenty more to complete <laughs> oh, yeah. it. If we're if we're going off the letters of the alphabet theory that you have, yeah, yeah, theory. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess the main theory is our ETs E, or is there another E uh, animal? I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. So, um, let's see. So yeah, what did you think of the chapter? I know. I'm sorry it gets gross. I tried to to tune into the weird preteen mckay writing and i don't know he would have been excited about the armpit hair because i know he was you're very accurate it's weird it's weird you're very in character (laughs) yeah marty you mean marty marty is right right yeah no but it's definitely weird and cringy at points um it's kind of meant to be it's meant to poke fun at it like oh geez yeah that's that's no problem um so yeah the it was very lore-heavy. Uh, Steven Spielberg is a real person in the universe as well. A real dead person. Oh, yeah. He's dead. He was killed by Peter Pan. The rest the of the demon. Peace. 
rest in peace. He just wanted to, he all he wanted to do is share the the beautiful culture of ETs. Right. And I think he might have had some you know deep relationships with some of the ETs before they turned evil. <laughs> I, I don't mean intimate. Don't say that. Uh, <laughs> nothing but good wishes to you, Stephen. Many no, years no. of health. This would have been written if it weren't for Stephen. We love you, Stephen. There would have been no ETs to traumatize me in childhood. I This never would have been written. Thank you, Stephen. Stephen, I'll even say this. I liked Crystal School. Don't listen to anybody else. It was a good movie. Yeah, that had aliens too. It did have aliens in it. You like aliens. They help you with hard topics. Yeah. They help you with hard times. Hard times, yeah. Sometimes you just need an alien metaphor to show up, you know, and make it a little interesting. Oh, for sure. So that was chapter six. We have seven more chapters to go after this, right? Is that the right math? Yeah, yeah that's right. We are, we are to Almost. the halfway point, sort of. We'll, yeah. The, ha- the halfway point will happen. The halfiest it can be. Yeah. Jordan, want to do your? You want to do your Hail Mary theory of the week? Oh yeah, give me those notes. And uh, shout out to oh, what was it called? Shout out to that one podcast called Fringe. Oh, French, French Observer. Shout out to the French Observers podcast because we're basically. Oh yeah, that, basically that segment. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Dance, it's like dance quote of the week, but yeah. Um. So. Doop deep pop pop. Jordan's Hail Mary theory. Oh wow, I really like that. It rhymed that time, kind of. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I just did that. Um. So the 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 question on. The question, the, the, everyone's talking about it. The news, everyone, who is this mysterious voice? Who Ooh, is talking yeah, about it? Theories, ooh. I've got a theory. Look, bring, bring your ears close. Look, hear, hear me out, hear me out. I am covering my face because my poker face is crap. Uh, I believe it is a uh, defecting E.T. It's one of the 12 disciples. Whoa. One of the 13. 13. Sorry. One of them's well, dead. Yeah, true. Peace. There's 12 remaining. Yeah. See? I'm all caught up with the lore. There you go. Um, so I think it's one of them trying to help them from the inside. Ooh. Interesting. Um, I think they'll have an E.T. ally. And going to throw this out here. Even more Hail Mary theory. I don't think they're going to survive till the end of this book. Oh no! Uh, seeing how fast ETs die, uh, I don't think they'll make it very long. But I do think they'll make a heroic sacrifice to help our protagonist along the way, or save Sadie, or something. So. Dang, those are some endgame predictions. Yeah, that's my this is my called shot. So yeah, we'll have to look back on this when we get to you know the the climaxes of the series. See right. what happens, and at, at the very end, we'll go back and we'll do like a check mark to see which theories were right and stuff. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. We definitely want to do um, some cool little side episodes. Harness your inner E.T., become a become an E.T. on social media. Right, we'll think of we something. We want that to take off so badly. We want everyone to have little E.T. profile pictures on Twitter. Yeah. We want them to have little E.T. names. Yeah, check out either of our Twitters right now. They're pretty great. Yeah, I'm E.Tipsio. I'm E.Tired. So, um, yeah, if you want to do it, bleat. <laughs> um cool well i think we just plug the socials yeah uh you can check out our uh et stuff and other stuff <laughs> uh, uh twitter read write pod uh facebook and instagram reading my writings and all of the archive everything can be found at readwritepod.com 
Uh, thank you for all the reviews on Apple Podcasts. Those help a ton. Um, and thank you for being you. Oh, and if you have, if you just want to send us an email, uh, readwritepod at gmail.com. I check that all the time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm McKay Nelson. And I'm Jordan Hansen. Be happy and stay creative. Bye. Bye.